my name is Ash Gonzalez, and you're listening to Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and welcome to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective and Norrin's Cat, an awesome community of card collectors, creators, and felines. You can find our two groups on Facebook... <laughs> on Catbook, details of which are at the end of this podcast, so come check us out. Oh, With me as well. Oh, my goodness me. Somebody get that cat out. Right. Sorry, I got her. With me as always is my co-pilot in all things Marvel cards. Ashes to ashes, funk to funky. My friend Fausto is a surfer junkie. It's Norin Rad. Oh, I love that one. Okay, no. I like that. That's good. That's hey. good. Worked in both parties of this. I'm, I, I love it. Awesome. That's right. Took me all of five minutes. Took me all of five minutes. Genius works quickly with you, my friend. It it does. It does. I I, I might have been on the toilet when I did it. I'm just going to open a window. Excuse me if this makes a noise, but I'm roasting. Ah, that's better. Um, Happy Independence Day. Oh, this is awkward. Sorry. But yeah, it is our Independence Day. So Yes, that's all right. We're, we're better off without you, quite frankly. Oh, so. wow. That's rude. <laughs> I shouldn't have actually said that. You, you guys gave us Marvel in the first place and then trading cards. You're welcome, which I'm so, taking sole responsibility for yeah, being yeah. on this side of the microphone. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so it, it's not just us this morning. Um, it is, as my rather clumsy uh, intro alluded to, um, a rather fine, fine-looking young man, because uh, because this is the first time I've laid eyes on him, and, and even though it's, oh, my God, it's early where he is. Um, my goodness, he's, he's delectable on the eye. Ash Gonzalez, <laughs> good morning to you. Hi, everyone. What's up, guys? <laughs> Hey man. Uh, so, so Ash, Ash, you're in you're in Texas, are you? Yes, sir. So it's what eight something in the morning for you? Um, 20, 25, give or take. Yeah. It's early in the morning. This is the go. dedication. This is the dedication of the people that bring you the Marvel Card Collectors podcasts, presenters, <laughs> and guests alike. They should be very, very grateful for your service. Ash. Um, <laughs> so, Ash, Ash, I. I know very, very little about you. Um, all I know is that yeah, you're a man of mystery. All I know is that people are going absolutely crazy for your work on um, Marvel sketch cards. How's, how's that feel? It hasn't sunk in yet. I'm trying to, to push it back uh, as much attention that I do get. But um, I, uh, I, I think I'm leaving it up to like not truly trying to pay attention to just stay focused on the work. Mm-hmm. To I don't want nothing to interrupt what's going on in here that would go on the car covers. So, but it's 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 nothing crazy. It's, it, but it is a little overwhelming just to come out with one set and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like wow, mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Yeah, it is interesting, and it's it is something. Uh, I, I mean, we've we've seen it before. When I guess it's like um, with most artists, what I find is it's uh, like um, you're like a ten, twenty year overnight success, as in they've been grafting at it for so long. But then all of a sudden they're on the Marvel card scene, and people think that they're brand new to 
the things but obviously you know you've been around for a while i know you've been doing sketch covers for a while so tell us tell us about your, your background how you how you how you got to the point where you, you started working on the marvel sets all right so um years ago i was uh how can i even start this um well you were a small child let's start years ago <laughs> too far too so, far yeah. <laughs> Notice on your on your some of your podcasts you say what's your origin story? So, um, I would say back in the '90s, I started collecting the, the Marvel masterpieces because I, I thought that was those were really awesome. Even the comic book versions because I loved flipping through the, the comic books and just looking at all the paintings. And um, I was collecting a lot of book, a lot of cards, trading them for like sandwiches and hostess, and then trading trading cards at elementary because it was an elementary school I think at the time. And um, and then uh, collected baseball cards and all that jazz, and then got off of that, and then started collecting comic books, crazy. And then um, and then I stopped, and then I started uh, getting into art around junior uh, when I was a junior in high school, and then kind of went in through there, uh, started doing comic books just on my own and then uh won some awards went through this session to teach me how to oil paint so that's where i picked that up during high school <laughs> so then i was like thinking what am i gonna do when i graduate um i uh i love pixar disney so i figured i contacted the uh art institute of houston they uh kind <laughs> of persuaded me yeah we could do comic book work <laughs> so um it got me into 3d animation which is fine and uh so they basically taught me everything that i needed to know to become a graphic designer i'm fast forwarding through a lot of years like, like five or six and then um so while i'm doing graphic design for companies and stuff uh i started doing the comic the comic con scene um and that's so i would do my uh, graphic design during the day and then I would paint at night. So I would, I had an idea of just, um, starting off, like taking certain movies and just stuff. I enjoyed painting portraits and all that jazz. And then, uh, so I did around eight shows a year, at least for three years. And then, um, I picked up one or two clients that were really great. Um, it's like, hey, how about you do these uh, blank covers? And I, was, I didn't know nothing about blank covers at all. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take a snap at it. And then um, that, so that started slowly growing. And then uh, fast forwarding through a bunch of drama and life and all that jazz, uh, I um, decided to go work at Disney for some stupid reason. Okay. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, because I ended up leaving a um, seventy thousand dollar job to go work as a um, housekeeper, and uh, but not really. I'm not. I wasn't a housekeeper. I was a house person, okay. and so I was helping the housekeepers. And so I, I needed to get my foot in the door. Short story to that was that when I was at San Diego, my first time being at San Diego, which is hell to begin with that was the craziest show i've ever done really? in my life uh, but it was fun uh i met someone from disney that 
kind of gave me the hookup to get my foot in the door, if that per se, you know? So um, they said, as long as you can get here, then we can start to talk and try to work your way in and all that jazz. Um, so uh, lo and behold, I, I did all that. Um, I was a, uh, so I, I had to think of something. So I thought while I'm at the resorts, I would paint like four by five watercolor paintings of whatever resort I'm at. Like I started off at uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge. So I would paint Lion King, anything related to that theme. And it would just be like a character and it said, welcome home. And I would leave it in the room every time I would have to go in there and inspect it mm. and then walk out. So uh, it was just a little something fun. I didn't leave any information on it. It wasn't they would have never known it was me. Um, I just I just did it for like funny, you know, like a little just to just to experience and the magic you could say mm. for Disney or whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, I did that at that resort and um, at the uh, second resort, uh, Wilderness Lodge. That was a fun one. So then, I, uh, look and behold, I started off at the o- uh, as the opening team for um, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Oh, nice. That, that was fun. And... Um, so I was excited about that, and uh, I started building lightsabers for everyone. Um, fast forward on that. So that's basically the whole time I was there, that's all I did was help build um, lightsabers for anybody that came in uh, as a gatherer for Sabi's workshop. And uh, I think through that job, I, I gained a lot of speed and stuff to reorganize everything that makes I took that into my art you know and um because that was just it was it was it was a headache but it was fun at the same time because mm. it, was, it was brand new we were also like coming up with new ways to 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 do the job you could per se you know yeah yeah and um and i wrote the millennium falcon like a billion times so that was a fun <laughs> job <laughs> and uh, yeah so uh while that was going on the there is a true story about disney employees and i was one of them i was living in my car at the same at the time and uh, so i was homeless and you could say but um and working in a shed that i at, in the evening when i got off work that's where i would do my covers so i would sneak in do my covers in the shed <laughs> in this in the air conditioned uh storage you know unit yeah. and uh it was, it, that was a weird time because <laughs> yeah sounds I like was, it yeah because i was um i was we were uh me and my wife or ex-wife at the time we were going through there's a whole that's what i'm saying there's a lot of drama and all that bad jazz but i'm not going to talk about that but uh but uh, it 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 uh it did gave me a different perception about life and also the grind of getting some work done in order to achieve your goals. So uh, while that was going on, I mean, I was, uh, I was sending money to her and I was sending money to um, uh, my uh, current wife at the time right now. And so I had everything going this way and it's just in Florida is just a little too much to live in. 
And I wasn't ready to leave Disney at the time because I, uh, I was also, um, I got the opportunity to do some art at Disney, which was the whole goal of me going over there. And I, I, yeah. I, was, I was determined and, and to do something, you know? So I got to do that. It was fun. I saw a lot of crazy stuff that I would have never thought. There's <laughs> some buildings out there that are like tucked away in the woods. <laughs> and it's okay to talk about that. But it, they, they, it's, it, they're tucked away. And, and um, I would have never known these buildings existed. But uh, out there, there's some real magic going on for some very expensive people. And um, the stuff that you see, the stuff that I saw was pretty crazy. Like it was just movie stuff being built for these these families whenever they just want to have fun or whatever. And um, oh, wow. I got like, on this special project. And uh, I, I'll tell you all later off, off camera. But um, but uh, so I was I was always uh, keeping uh, money up for doing covers in the, in the shed and um, and doing Disney at the same time. So I was thinking, man, what else can I do uh, to to make more income and to maybe get my work out there? So I thought, I I remember this guy told me at the show, it's like, hey, yeah, you should get into doing cards. I was like, what? Cards? And uh, some blank cards. And it's the same concept that um, my other client came to me about blank comics. I never thought about doing blank cards. So I contacted Upper Deck just randomly. I contacted Upper Deck, Tops, um, I think Cryptic or whoever does Rick and Morty or something like that. And, oh, um, Cryptozoic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. And then, um, so, and then lo and behold, uh, Upper Deck calls me, or uh, emails me. And they offer, they offer me, um, say, hey, well, we got this project coming up. Would you be interested? Can't talk about it right now. We're going to, in a couple months, Gonna, and that was in November 2018, no, 2019. And I was like, yeah, sure. And, um, and then I, I left in December, Disney, to come back to Texas. And then they uh, contacted me around there. I was like, yeah, we've got Marvel Masterpieces coming up. Would you be interested in doing that? I was like, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Please, really. <laughs> <simple. Sure. laughs> I have nothing else to do. Come on. So um, I finished the the set in May. Did not know what to expect, and then I was sold out on cards the next day. All my wow. APs, um, like yeah, out of nowhere, just people just started coming out of nowhere and say, "Hey, you got APs? I heard you got APs. Do you have APs? The the set just dropped. I want your all your APs." And I didn't know nothing. I wasn't I wasn't planned. I know how to I know how to set pricing for comp, uh, for covers, and I was trying to get engaging with other people of like how much they price out their cards. And, um, I didn't know the markup. Like I didn't know them, not the markup, but the, what do you call it? Uh, like how much people really love cards and art Mm -hmm. sketch cards. I did not know nothing about that. So all of a sudden I see my Instagram (laughs) messages. Sounds like, do you have any APs? Do you have any APs? Do you have any APs? And one guy came out of nowhere and said, hey, I want all your, can you have all your APs? I was like, uh, yeah, sure. I'll sell them all to you. And then the next day I get an onslaught. Oh, dang it. Maybe I should have uh. never sold <laughs> But um, it's fine. He's probably out there. You go. And um, he, uh, he got all my APs. Um, other than that, it, everything started blowing up. You know, everybody's sending me, not everybody, 
But I'm gonna tell you, a lot of people started sending me like their own APs, and um, it just went on from there. And then I kept, and then I kept getting calls from uh, Upper Deck. Do you want to do Crow? Do you want to do Dinosaurs? Do you want to do another Marvel? Do you want to do uh, Black Diamond? Do you want to do another Black Diamond? Do you want to do another Black Diamond? I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. Just... <laughs> well, I, at the time, I was like, is this enough? I was like, no, keep, just take everything. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, um, and, uh, and it just keeps going from there. So, yeah, it, it was fun. And then, so what I took from the covers because I normally draw from life and from uh, realistic uh, reality. So I took what I did for the covers and I basically put it on the cards. And then, um, yeah. And then from there, I just, I, that's what makes it fun for me. And I, I went, I went from there and that's basically a very short synopsis of my origin story to the cards. <laughs> I, I, what I like is I the fact that, you know, you know, there's that, there's that gif where there's this guy who's clearly jonesing for his next fix, and he's like, "You got any? You got any? You, you got any of those APs, man? You got any APs?" You know, <laughs> that's kind of how I, how I, how I saw it in my mind's eye. But, but seriously, that's how keen, as I'm sure you've now realised, that's how passionate um, sketchbooks yeah. are. I did not know that. And they go absolutely crazy. Yeah. The guy warned me, and I was like, "What?" And I was like, "But it, uh, it, was, it was pretty exciting." I was like, "Wow, this is this is cool." Because I and I can turn this I can turn this around. The turnaround time is really great for me, and it's really cool. Um, granted, I had to adjust to drawing something a lot smaller, but that's no big deal. Um, and uh, for the client, it's a lot better. I, the one thing I'm starting to realize and notice that upper deck is taking a long time uh, to approve APs and I did not know about that process and I feel bad for the other for the clients that have to wait because I'm kind of a stickler I guess because since I'm new to this I don't like I don't like the rock boats but um, especially for those that are providing some work which is upper deck for me and um, so I'm, I'm wondering process of, of uh, great of approving APs for the APs that I've done but Man, I mean that's just, I guess a process. I mean I'm hearing from clients that it takes a year and forever yeah. to to get through, but no big deal. I mean, yeah. I guess that's just the way it is. Yeah. I lo- well a lot of that my understanding is a lot of that's not necessarily upper deck as well. It's um Yeah. It's it's Marvel. So um how have you um so I'm just trying to think, because that kind of all coincided really with, with the world going to uh, to, for all intents and purposes. So how how was that? Because I imagine if you're moving back to Texas and and then obviously you've got the, the cards and you can just head down and get on with it because, let's face it, you couldn't really go out for it. I mean, I know Texas maybe have done things slightly differently to some other states from based on what I've seen on the news. But generally speaking, everyone's kind of not going out and doing that much interacting with people for a bit. And certainly cons are. Uh, I'm a hermit. So... Oh. Um, yeah, I, I I could I could I could dig a hole in the ground and stand there forever. But um, I, uh, it's funny because right when I left in December, the virus hit, and it's like I dodged a bullet. It's, I don't I didn't it's, it was crazy, but uh, I didn't know what to expect. So I was I was still talking to all my uh, friends over there, and it was like, yeah, we're all masked up, we're like masked up, shield up, trinket, everything. And I'm it, oh well, actually, you know. It, that was a little months after, but 
when I did talk to him, everybody was laid off, of course. I mean, or, or, mm. or furloughed. And um, I was like, ew, I would have been screwed. But um, the, uh, I, I, my time at Disney, I loved it. I mean, I went to the parks every day, walked, lost a lot of weight. And um, I mean, I, have, I didn't have weight to lose. But uh, it was fun. But when I came back to Texas during the pandemic, it was fine. Because, I mean, I was here with my wife and, uh, and my, my new daughter, and I didn't do anything. And I had plenty of covers to do. Um, my clients still, the clients that I had, um, were still kind of rocking and rolling with their business. It was, it was sad to see other businesses, uh, shed away in Texas, but, uh, and then, um, of course, upper deck kept me busy. I was, I was surprised by that, by the whole pandemic and all that jazz. So it was, it was, it was fine. It was good. And I wasn't ready to go back to work anyway. And (laughs) because after doing Disney and and uh, finally doing something that I, I really wanted to always do, and I didn't, didn't think it was going to ever get to this point. I was I was happy, man. Yeah, good, good. What's your so what what I find interesting then? So you, obviously your goal, you kind of ended up that 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 goals you you know you wanted to work for Disney on the creative side of things, and it sounds like you ended up at that at that point. With with obviously leaving there and then coming back to Texas and then g- getting into cards and still doing your covers, what what's what's the goal now? Yeah, where's your where's your kind of direction? What's your yeah? Um, it's kind of sorry, I went deep there, didn't I? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like I was in, being interviewed. Uh, what's your five year plan? Um, <laughs> Yeah, so tell us why you'd like to work for us. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, right now I'm just kind of rocking and rolling because it's, it's one of those things where I guess I'm, I'm not superstitious, but it's like I'm happy and blessed, but I don't want to rock that karma <laughs> in a sense. You know? So I'm just going to – I'm happy with what I'm getting, and I'm not going to rock a boat and, and just see how this stream of – river goes and how how far how far it can float me down the river you know mm-hmm. and uh um i'll tell you what my one goal is though to i'm a big i'm who's not a star wars fan but i mean i'm i'm always a star wars fan but uh to, to get tops see if, ah. see if i can at least see if i can at least get some kind of um, a set for tops but just to it, it, that's kind of like a I mean, I've seen the art that they do, some of the art and some of the art, I, and uh, I really like. But just a, just a, it's like a notch, you know. Well, your style would match perfectly with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, looking at the covers, looking at everything you've done, and you know, I mean, your level of realism and 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 what you can do with like metals and plastics and the, the reflexiveness and everything like that. I mean, it's killer, bro. So I mean. They'd be idiotic not to have you, man. That'd be crazy to see you on a Star Wars set. That'd be really cool. Tops. Uh-uh. Tops. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. I, 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 I always would get my... Uh, <laughs> it'd be, just be fun to do Rick and Morty. And <laughs> I would like to do it in a style. Just to see how I can pull that off. But uh, mm. oh, we'll see now. I mean, I got, I don't know if you've seen my Instagram lately. I'm, I'm kind of, it, my mind's kind of blown for what I got to do in the month of July. So, yeah, I saw the delivery. 
that you've you've just had. It's your most recent <laughs> post. Um, to, to, for those who, who haven't seen it, describe to us what's in the post that you put up last night. I think. Oh, yeah, put it up. Yeah, put it up. So, uh, around forty regular sketch cards. Um, I think four or five, four by six little yep. panel cards, and you got the long, elongated cards, and then you got the extra elongated cards, and then you got the books. And I'm like, oh gosh, the books. So, and uh, I think it was like four or five of them of each of those sets. So that, on top of the Marvel Annual that I'm doing right now. Oh wow. And there's a secret project I'm still not to talk yet talk about. I got 40 of I got extra of those cards. They wanted me to do extra, and I, for some stupid reason, I said yes. But it, it's okay. I love it. And, um, <laughs> for some stupid yeah. reason, I said yes. It's okay. I'll, I'll pull it off in some, some way. And um, what else I got? Oh, and I got, uh, I think I can talk about it, tarot cards, I think. Um I did uh, some seven sin cards, uh, de- seven deadly sins, a okay. while back. Uh, yeah, they sent me some tarot cards, so I got those to do. And I'm like, I don't. That's and that's kind of way out my wheelhouse. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't know what to do, but I kind of like that. It's like I, I'm not afraid to to push away from what I'm kind of used to, so I'm, yeah. I don't mind that. I mean, being a graphic designer, man, tarot cards and that kind of stuff, that's good. I mean, I could see you doing something crazy cool, especially like. It it sounds pretty interesting. uh, So I'm I'm, kind of excited about that. Drops the mushrooms. Oh, and then. Yeah. And then I got Comic Con this this month in Houston. So I'm like, oh, gosh. Oh, Wow. wow. 16th and 17th. But it's fine. I'm glad they brought it down to two days. It used to be four days. Now Now it's. It's two days because of the pandemic, but um, yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> I'll just sit there and just draw a card. It's like, oh, you don't have nothing. Stop. Uh, I'm just, I'm way too busy. I'm just here. Say hi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to hang out. Yeah, I'm just here Presents. for the cosplay, and then yeah. just write, <laughs> just draw. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm looking at this picture, and and it's, I mean, I know, I know what the set it is. You haven't said it in your post what set it is, um, but it's a picture. So I'm going to say what a set it is. I mean, it's, it's clearly premiere 2021. Um, you've got, you've got your stack of singles there. I'm guessing there's some APs over there. Um, then you've got the doubles, the booklets, the Seven. four by six, and you've got the three panels and then the four panels. Wow. Yeah. That'll keep you busy. East. Okay. Just be good. I imagine you've already sold all your APs from it then. No, 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 no. I'm holding on to them. Uh, I, uh, everybody that has contacted me so far, I told them um, I'll sell off in August. Um, I'm not too sure if I'll do a raffle or first come, first serve, but just to say focus on the work. Um, so. I'll, yeah. Yeah, I'll, there are some clients, it's uh, like a trickle. Um, here and there that I uh, I work with, but uh, just to get some APs out. But other than that, like a big bulk of it, I'll just I'm going to wait till August and yeah, go for- yeah yeah get the set done first. I mean that's smart. I mean so, so this will be what your let's think. So masterpieces twenty twenty was your first one, and then Black Diamond, and Marvel Ages. Oh, did you do Marvel one. Ages? Oh. Wow, okay. Wow. 
Cool. So that was the second one. And they gave me like three onslaughts of Black Diamond. And then uh, that was that was it for all the Marvel stuff that I've done for them so far up until now. And yeah. then, but between that, they gave me a weird one. What I would have never thought it was like outer space. And mm. so I did did a lot of galaxies and nebulas and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with these APs. I mean, I I, I can only. I was like going to sneak in like a little silver surfer or something, galactic or whatever, like a little head floating. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so, so a client, it's like, just do a streak, fan the very faint. I was like, it'll be denied. It'll be disapproved. Probably. Probably. I love it. The ego, the living I planet. <laughs> A big planet with a face on it. What is that? <laughs> no. Why do you have a planet with a goatee? What is going on there, Ash? It's weird. <laughs> and then um, Crow was fun. And then mm. uh, I did Dinosaur. I thought that was pretty interesting. And then, um, yeah, that was about it. Just some wow. random stuff there. As, as we touched on um, Ego, have you seen what's, as, as we record, what's tomorrow's Marvel Unbound card is going to be? So do you do you know of Marvel Unbound? Um, oh, I never heard of that. Okay, so what it is, it's uh, it's it's exclusive to Upper Deck's EPAC platform. So they're physical cards, but you can't get them in stores. So you can buy them. So it's a release that's only on EPAC, and every week, and uh, it's kind of like the Tops Living set that they do. Um, so they release every week, and it's one artist, and it's it's the French um, artist. It turns out there's two of them. Who knew? Um, called uh, Fred Ian. Um, so I don't know if you've seen his work and he, um, uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to send it to you in the, in the chat while, while, while we, t- while we talk in a moment, once, if I can find it, um, yeah. simply because it's, it's incredible. Um, and Fred Ian is kind of up there, you know, in terms of, uh, in terms of the artists that people, people dig and he's been doing sketch cards for, oh no. And how long has he been doing sketch cards for maybe four or five years now? For some time now. So he did basically a set of 50 paintings. Yeah. So the first 52. 50 week. Yeah. So basically each week a new painting is in the form of a card and they yep. release it on EPAC and there's a limited amount of people can buy them. So just coincidentally enough, this week was uh, Ego, the living planet that he did. So that's yeah. So that that's something that just recently was announced for him. But yeah, he did like 50 pieces, but it's going to be like an ongoing. I'm sure you'll hear about this <laughs> with the oh, work yeah. you've done. I'm sure you'll hear about this soon. Oh, yeah. But with the Marvel Unbound stuff, he did the first 50 and then it'll alternate between artists. Um, so it's called uh, Marvel Unbound, which has been pretty cool. And people are going crazy for it. Um, yeah. But his, and the, the reason the reason I kind of mention it is because um, there's a lot of um, that is kind of it, it's bizarre. There's some artists that people go absolutely crazy for. Now you are now in that club, sir. <laughs> as, as we kind of alluded to, uh, but people, you know, people really dig dig your style and you know and and love uh, and you're certainly the the cards that you've. That, that have come out, certainly the ones I saw for masterpieces, where people were paying good money for them, like you know, really good money for them. Shocked on eBay, I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so, appreciate so, it, everybody. <laughs> yeah so yeah so now send some directly to the artist um but um i'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to talk and type at the same time um what's the name of the lady who represents um uh, kirby there we go sorry i just realized i've sent you a link to um to to it in the chat to the to the ego that we were talking about but the picture of the card is so tiny 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 um and it's not on it's not on that. anyway. The reason I want the reason I touched on that and it occurred to me to touch on that is because Fred Ian's work is 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 considered to be at that kind of top end as well. So when he does, interestingly, when he does his sketch card APs, he just draws what he wants to on them and then puts them on eBay and just lets it go. He won't yeah. take AP commissions yeah. at all. Wow. Um, he simply doesn't do it. Um, and um, so, so that, that, there's a potential route for you. And I'm sure all the people who are thinking of getting an AP for you are going, stop it, stop it. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, would you, if if Upper Deck turned around to you tomorrow and said, would you be interested in doing some base card art, for example? Or you know bigger pieces that would be um, incentives because they on on EPAC especially for collectors that the first ten collectors for example who might get a certain set will get an exclusive piece of one of a kind you know thing whatever it may be. Now if they turn around to you tomorrow and kind of started offering you that next kind of level of involvement, is that something you'd yeah. be? I'll be on it like 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 glue. I mean, because that would. Uh... I love, I, I mean, bread and butter is my, I love oil painting. So in all my cards, it's just nothing but, it's all color pins. It's all Prismacolor. And oh, wow. um, I, don't, I don't take the time to, to do an oil painting on a card. That'd be crazy. And uh, not to those other artists that, that paint on the card directly. That's great. It's just um, the drying time and all this other stuff. Uh, and with all the cards that I get so far, I got to I got to turn it out quick. So but something that scale. Oh, I love it because uh, I've gotten a couple of commissions since the cards that I get to work on a 16 by about the same size that Dave did his paintings. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I and when I saw his work, I didn't. That's crazy. that He came from magic. And then all of a sudden he does all this stuff. And I'm like, yes. That looks. <laughs> yes. I, just, I, even, I totally forgot what I just did, and I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> so, and, uh, but to work on that scale, I love it because uh, a lot more goes into it. Mm. It's just flowing with the oil painting. It's like, uh, like heaven to me. But uh, yeah, I would love it. Yeah, just upper deck. I love it. Just give it. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> so so we know that upper deck have the the ones that oh my goodness me so it's a big ass spider just crawled in through my my skylight uh, upper wow coming coming with, uh, coming with uh, <laughs> shut up <laughs> you two talk to each other i've just got to get this spider away you got it buddy <laughs> why while ian uh participates and stars in his own horror movie ash <laughs> <laughs> so 
Okay, so you're realist. You're you're into realism. That's the kind of artist you are. I mean, I've seen you do other stuff on your Instagram, and it's it varies and it's great. I also love the lighting you're able to do. Like, there's this Darth Maul, and the lighting is like super great. Um, he's like yelling with his lightsaber in his hand. And it's just like it's just just captured the light, gorgeous. Um, what are some of your favorite? celebrities to draw for like these superheroes and some of the harder ones because i'm because I'm, margot robbie is amazing so like i've seen you do a couple of different ones of her and you're just really good so i just want to know what your favorite was the most difficult one um ooh, most difficult one uh, uh let me let me get to my uh, couple pictures i could probably tell you my most difficult one though my my favorite one it's not really Tone down to my favorite one because I will tell you this: my favorite ones are actors that have signed Chevy Chase. Or, uh, Chevy Chase, like difficult ones that somehow one guy gets that signature on a blank, and it's like the holy grail, and I I get to work on, and 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 that's. That's I got I got one of those. One of my clients, he has a huge one. It's the whole National Lampoon uh, cast from the first movie, and um, he keeps he keeps you know, he, he keeps me busy. And I'm like, hey, what's up with that uh up with that uh, Lampoon cover? It's like not yet, not yet, not yet. Um, <laughs> not yet. He, he, he keeps getting signed uh, like signatures ready for other people that are coming out right now. Because, like, right now, I, I have three of them from him. I have to do De Niro. Wow. Um, uh, crap, what's her name? The girl from uh, Black Panther. She was on Us. Uh, Lapita. Lapita. Oh. Yeah. No. And, uh, Can't remember now. Hmm? Oh, yeah. And, and the other one is uh, that actress that was uh, the Red Queen in Alice in Wonderland. The movie forgot her name. Oh, she was uh, in uh, Fight Club. Yeah, Carter. Uh, uh, Cart, yeah, boom, Cart. Um, she was in Sweeney Todd. Oh my God, uh, Her- Helen. Helen, Helen the Bottom Carter. That's it. Yes. So I got I got those three covers, and they're all due in, in this month. So I got <laughs> those covers, and then the card sets. But uh, so wow. but doing actors and actresses that that haven't signed or haven't even done nothing at that. That's the more interesting part. It, like, there was a hard, and I can't. I'm sorry, I can't even. I can't even think about right now because. Uh, oh, I tell you right now, it's uh, a fun one. My favorite one. I haven't got to it yet, but I have it in my closet. It's. Uh, let's see if I can show y'all. He signed it. It's a signed cover. It's blank, but that's going to be the picture that's on the cover, and uh, uh, it's waiting to go. Yeah, and you know, believe it or not, I've I done a couple of Seinfelds, and those are like the most interesting covers that everybody seems to like. Like your Newman is crazy awesome. Like the Newman is hilarious. I love that. I love the Jurassic Park Newman. I love the Seinfeld Newman. I think it's great, man. But what covers <laughs> are you doing them on? Because there isn't a Seinfeld comic, is there? No, no, there? no. They're just—it's just, it's just um, any blank that has a lot of space. I oh, really, cool. frankly, don't. It's uh, I, my one of my clients. He he gets he gets just nothing but a 
Walking Dead covers because it's just oh. a lot of a lot of white space and so, uh, and it's good paper. That's the, that's the main thing. As long as it's good paper, that glossy, shiny. Uh, I mean, that's the most difficult paper mm. to work with. Mm. Uh, as long as it has white space, I don't care because a lot of a lot of people ask, "Why are you drawing that on an X Men cover?" I'm like, "Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> matter. I paint, I paint over the whole thing." And you're never gonna know, and you're not gonna want to open it. You're not gonna want to mess up the mint condition. So yeah, you're right. So so it sounds to me like one of my five blank black cat number one covers might need to be held back for you, sir. Oh, whenever you get through your <laughs> wheels are working. Nightmare. Oh yeah. Well, seriously, I'm I'm mentally allocating those. I've got. A, I think there might be one left now after after this. I'm I'm, I'm assuming you'd even want to do it, but. Um, um, but but yeah, because I I look at the way you draw cat, and I just get a bit giddy. Great. And I know you, you mentioned on Instagram annual. that you get asked for a lot as well. I'll tell you that right now. I'll give you a little tidbit. Uh, I'll probably show you later. But um, I think on one, of, I have to do a puzzle piece. So it's four cards that you have to match up. Yeah. And uh. one of those is a black a black cat. I'll show so you. I, I absolutely love what I love is your and this is why you'd be so good on the Star Wars sets because your facial oh, killer. The, the way you do the faces I mean there's a Christina Applegate from um, Married with Children in here that's just uh, ah, nailed it yeah uh, she's the best that to me is such a good series that she's in she's on that show and it's just such an underrated show but the one that kills me I think my favorite so far that I've seen is the um, and hopefully I'm saying this right from Batman, uh, Kim Basinger, uh, Vicky Vale. Yes. That was yo. Awesome. I'm gonna be honest with you, man, and I don't mean to make you blush or anything, but that is killer. That is that is an insane. That is beautiful, man. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that was fun. I, I, the fun part is that because like uh, one of my main clients that that does a lot of these signings, he just lets me go. Yeah, just find whatever cover you want, I mean, whatever picture you want, whatever looks good. Because I have to take into account, I have to look at the signature of the actress and actor and see what that looks like. And then the space where it might go. And then um, if it looks good. Because sometimes their signature is a work of art itself. It looks nice. Some of it just looks like you. I mean, crying out loud. And, um, but, uh, so I take that into a lot of account, and I, I figured it has. I don't think it's it's still. I think it's still grading um, that cover. So I know it's already been sent off and signed, but um, yeah, for where we placed it, it's going to look really good. And then especially if we want gold or silver, yeah. So it it, it all comes together in the wow. end. I mean, you obviously have to be so aware of because like I'm assuming just reading the bio and, and what you can do and where you're obviously where your many talents lie is, you know, being able to get an image on that cover and still grade the comic book high. I mean, that's crazy. Um, I was a that was a process in itself. I had to I had to make this little contraption where uh, if the client just wants the front part. Um, my 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 sleeve that I made doesn't dirty the back at all, and uh, I noticed a lot of artists, they uh, a lot of professionals. I hate to say that, 
they just they just go at it and the back of it looks like it just went through the floor of a trash bag and uh and that kind of turned into another avenue for me which was nice uh it basically became a comic doctor in a sense uh, where a lot of clients would contact me and say hey can you fix this cover it's a it's a 9.4. I want it at a 9.8 at least. Yeah, I can I can probably get it there. I mean, the most simplest thing I can do is just paint on it. That's that's the most simplest thing you can probably ever do, but it's just depending on like what if there's a dent, if the creases are ruffled. Um, I think I've done this a long long enough to 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 see what CG looks for, but it really don't matter. It, it really it's really hard cuz at the same time CGC you don't know what judge they're going to, you know, what a uh, person you're going to get to grade it. Cause it, one person could be a stickler and then the other person could be like, eh, I see a little speck. And then hmm. all of a sudden 9.7 or 9.5. But, um, I, uh, I don't, I think there's all, and I'm not, I'm not boasting. It's just everything that I've, I've sent in is pretty much come back a nine, a nine, eight, there's been like maybe one or two that have come back, but when we pressed them, they went and they got a 9.8. So it's fine. It's just, I mean, that is great. I mean, especially for what you do, what you do in sketch covers. I mean, that's extremely important, man. Hats off to you for figuring that out. Cause that's like wearing many oh, yeah. hats, man. It's crazy. Yeah, I cool. Would, I was sitting down and talking to, um, clients and knowing what they know like what they look for because um some clients i mean most of the clients that i have they they're really uh, especially one of them he's a very good friend he uh he's a he he just wants nothing but want 9.8 he don't he don't care what cover he goes on he wants 9.8 and uh, i'm all for that so i i learned a lot from him to to what to look for and he has a really good eye and um because if i don't if I miss it, then I look. I I give it to him, and he looks at it, and he's like, "Hey, just cover this. You might want to cover it up with a little heavier paint." I was like, "Yeah, I'll do that." And then um, we go from there. Smart. Wow, that's awesome. I've just got to. I'm I'm fine, by the way. I've got the spider out. Thanks for asking. Hey. Um, cool. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's put the spider in? <laughs> well, it's what I put the spider in. I put it in this BB-8 tin that i've had knocking around <laughs> i i put him in there and then chucked him back out the window from whence he came so uh this this bb8 tin by the way is on its way to greg of the rebel base card podcast oh, um, and the there's a podcast ash if you're going to check out one other podcast that's a good other idea. than ours um greg um mclaughlin presents a podcast that's um he's he he's a couple of episodes ahead of us actually called the rebel base card and it's about star wars trading cards Based car, okay, and he yeah. is a right lovely, his- lovely guy. Um, so, um, and um, he, you never know, he might know who to speak to. Uh, at Tops, yeah, man, but, um, I mean, it might be good because if Tops checks him out, because I know they they like do stuff with him or whatever, yeah, it might be great to get on that show, man. You know what I mean? Like, 
just for whatever because yeah. it, it's it's definitely a shame that you're not on there because the the realism just it fits perfectly in there it's very cool it's absolutely just fit i mean listen i don't want to see you not nice fit. Cat sketch cards for the rest of your life but but you know if you're going to do something else then um you know uh, star wars is good I, I i was scrolling through your instagram and i've just reached possibly the most mind-bending crossover of ips that i've ever seen i'm looking at a star wars darth vader sketch cover with the breakfast club okay wait a minute you, you have I to scroll to down that. pretty far it's below the disney welcome home stuff which by the way ash if i was checking into a disney now i've never been to a disney resort well i tell you no i'll tell a lie while no one's finding this i'll tell you a story i once because i used to work in west end theater and for the either 5th or the 10th anniversary of The Lion King in the West End. Disney Theatrical in London took a load of ticket agents, um, I was working for a ticket agent at the time, to Euro Disney, as it was then called. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but for an after hours, like opened up some rides with no public in and just let us go to town and then treated us to a nice meal. And then there's, there's, a, um, there's a disco in the middle of like Euro Disney, like a nightclub for all the people who are staying in the hotels. And I just there's just loads of ticket agents and, you know, people in their 30s and 40s and, you know, old, old West End queens. You know, I was podium dancing in, in Euro Disney, like, off my tits um, until, like, 2 in the morning. And then the following day, we got up and did loads of roller coasters again. Anyway, um, that's the only time I've ever been to a Disney resort. If I went now, having being a mature, responsible adult, unlike I was when I last went to Euro Disney, uh, with my five-year-old, soon-to-be six-year-old daughter, and she got one of those in the room, that would absolutely, absolutely make her entire world. So, hats off well, to you. For that's the that. point. Yeah, that's fine. That was a fun little little thing, just to just and and. I never, uh, which I was, that was the point. I mean, I don't, I didn't want to hear anything about it, but, uh, I just, uh, assumed and hoped that some good came out of it in a sense. It's a random act of kindness. I mean, uh, luckily I, I did, I inspected a room and I saw like a, like a folder of, it looked like, a sixth grader or seventh grader. It was just out and about, like on a desk, but it looked like it was art. Like it was some kid's art, like they were doing themselves. And I was like, this is the perfect room. So I, uh, I went to um, a little trolley that we had or whatever. And I had a bag and it had like one or two uh, paintings in there. So I got one and left it in there. And I thought that was like, there, see, that's the perfect room. Hopefully, hopefully the, the kid's not a butt, but hopefully and they had a good day. But now it's, I, <laughs> the parents went I, back in there and said, oh, Timmy, you, you're really good. No, Timmy, it's Timmy, not Ash. God, this kid, he can draw, but not the best, <laughs> not the brightest. <laughs> They're beautiful. Like your welcome home stuff is actually gorgeous. I mean, it really is. It's, it's, it's really cool. It was fun. Wow. Hopefully, some good came out of it for the short time. Like, I'm sure it did. I mean, amazing. I I was born and raised in Miami, Florida, and um, 
my my sister has autism and and behavior issues and stuff like that and um we you know the trip we take for her is to go to disney like twice a year um because we have the annual pass and we're like four hours away and um yeah everyone at disney has always been so nice and like really accommodating to her and stuff like that so it's just always really nice after a while because you gotta smile you gotta smile a lot and yeah i'll give it off to anybody that works there that it goes through the rickety row of of uh customer service and and being uh, doing everything they can to make whoever goes to disney their magical day and their moment that that that, that's uh it's a very commendable effort because i've seen a lot of bad stuff a lot of good stuff and uh it's 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 crazy. It's a crazy experience, but yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I've gone, God, I've gone my whole life, and I mean, I didn't work there like you did, and I can't even imagine what that must be like. But I one hundred percent know what you mean by the good and the bad, and like, because it's a, it's Florida, you know, so you already have that problem there. But then you have people who are going who've like, you know, spent their life savings to go on this one trip within three days and you know that's a lot of expectations to put on anything but you know in terms of what they do with with uh people who are disabled and how they handle that stuff i'm i've always been super grateful you know because those trips were always hard for me as a kid but the people who are there none of them were never not nice and kind and i know they weren't making anything and i've had friends who had to sleep and they do this i remember that whole article when that started coming out that was happening for years prior to when that stuff started coming out because of the pay and how you know the the conditions and all that stuff and it's rough man in orlando you know it's nice but it's not like you know there's some real poverty there you know what i mean outside outside of orlando like a little mini california almost yeah uh it, it kind of shocked me at the moment at the time because I didn't think like even um, this is fine to say any of the the supervisors that were above me I mean I thought they were getting decent pay but when I found out no and they're all shacked up together they're all still living like roomies like, with each oh. other yep. yeah and it's crazy and I'm just, just, something's wrong man I, I don't yeah. understand it. but either way besides the point yeah <laughs> <laughs> Very nice thing to do. The House of Mouse. The House of Mouse. Because um, I've worked on Disney on Ice for the longest time as well. So I've kind of oh, that's right. a little bit of experience. I mean, that's arm's length. I'm not working directly for Disney, but still, I know how that rolls um, and how they work. Um, do you. Um, you know what? It's gone. I was going to ask something else. It's completely gone because I've just seen Gillian Anderson on your on your Instagram feed. This is what always happens, Ash. I keep I, I scroll through someone's Instagram feed and it's gone. All power of speech uh, leaves me. Um, we've oh, got... I got a great question. Go on, Car- Marvel character. Who do you who, who are you in love with, man? Like who who are some of your favorites? Right now, it's it's no. Um, uh, That's a great right. one. Yeah. But, uh, 
he's interesting. He's interesting, and I'm keeping him interesting in my head because I haven't, I haven't read a comic at all on him. I just did like a quick YouTube information because I gotten a lot of AP or a lot of clients that just want to know because I guess he's not out there yet or anything like that. But uh, I'll tell you right now, but for the Marvel Annual, I'm doing a lot of them. So, uh, and it's an interesting character because his backstory and what he kind of led up to. But um, that, of course, Spider-Man. I love doing the whole fabric. Winkles, uh, oh, that's so Oh, you do it so, so well. So well. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, uh, do, do you like doing a lot of Wolverine? It's it, um, just for simple, simple things. Um, just my own preference, uh, meaning the claws and uh, all this other stuff, like how I can make maybe the, try to get the mask to look more real. Because <laughs> my big background, mm-hmm. I hate uh, like not to hate to say it, but like the my my inspiration that I've always kept was Alex Ross. Oh, I, mean, I was gonna. I, I I've just I've just typed that. <laughs> I've just typed <laughs> inspiration. Alex Ross? Question mark. Because that's, that's it's weird, huh? That's because that's what kind of what I grew up with back in the nineties. I mean, because what I first saw was his run on Kingdom Come, and I was just and I was yes. a freaking kid. I was like, "What is this? This is awesome!" But this is how it should look. And um, uh, and then his Marvel stuff, and when it, it came down to like, what am I going to do? Because um, I want to do something like this, but it, it I want I don't want it to look like Alex Ross. I mean, I wasn't uh, doing any watercolor, so I knew my stuff was going to look a little different from his because I was a, I was an oil painter, and uh, I was going to stick to oil paint. I was, and I when I tried oil watercolor, it's a little difficult for me because it's kind of a reversal of the method. But um, either way, mm-hmm. beside the point, uh, I always wanted to keep his insp- ins- his method of inspiration in, in my head, but uh, just put a little bit different thing on it a little more edgier i mean his stuff is always great and some of it's edgy too but it's weird it's like i have to meditate myself out of what he does and other artists do because i came across like um i'll tell you right now my my main my main inspiration of artist uh marco georgievich i don't know if you know him he's a german artist from uh Germany, he did a lot of Marvel covers back in the day, uh, maybe the early 2000s. Mm. Uh, I loved his stuff, and his backstory is awesome. He said he just used to go out to parks and just draw because he, he didn't know how to draw. He said he, he, he just he started drawing from life, just watching people. Oh, wow! And, wow. Uh, and he did a lot of graphic design work on his, on his covers, like a lot of weird shapes and stuff. If you ever look up his stuff, but he and he he treated Photoshop like an oil painting canvas. That's what I loved about his, his work. Mm. And uh, Nato, I don't know if you know his work. Uh, Phil Nato. Oh, uh, no, no, Noto. Uh, well, I read yeah. it Noto. N O T O. Yeah. Mm. Love. I love his work. I his do, style. Yeah. His like 1960s retro kind of style that he does. It's awesome. I wish we'd make a whole fantastic oh, yeah. horror movie work. Um, that's and a good another, idea. Yeah, and then the last, it, last. Uh, there's two others. Uh, Gabriel Otto Gabriel 
Delato. Delato, man. Yeah, man. Hey. Crazy. Crazy. How insane is that? Just insane. It's like I want to combine Alex and his work and then right there. It's just is his 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 work is just everything he does is, is I love. And then um it's his design, his composition. The Secret his Wars, light. the way he does Spider-Man, I mean killer. Love it, man. Yeah. Love it. Um the last one was uh and I cannot say his name to save my life, but I seen I went to Comic Con my first time and I just stood behind his back for five hours just watching him paint. It was uh, um it, it starts with an E epic at trick. Uh oh East Isad Ribrick. Isad yes. Ribrick. Yes. Yes. That guy. Um, no, one's, no one's doing some show and tell now. Here we go. <laughs> He's off. I gotta wait for this. Yeah, I was gonna say I've got I've got Phil Noto variant black. This took forever. So you and I are a fan of him. So you're gonna flip. You ready? So for those who can't see Norin, what are you showing? So this is a sketch card, and I was able to get him to do a sketch card. I beg and plead. Wrote him like a two-page letter. Oh my gosh. Is that, that is not awesome. insane? It's insane, man. Any, any. I, I love his Silver Surfer work. His comic. That was the only reason why I bought it. Requiem. The, it was. It was yes, gorgeous. Requiem was. I just. I just love how his his composition and his painting style. Everything that he that he does. And I just. I. It was a. It was a real pleasure just to come across him. It was like a gym. He was. He was painting in this like dingy little corner. No lighting. No nothing. And then. And it was just going at it and i was like i was just in awe just watching and it's watercolor right all all watercolor gouache and it it just comes out the fly just drawn on there and it's coming i was like wow this is epic oh and i'll give you one more because he's uh i i met him one time it was a real quick pleasure to meet him i have his posters all over the place he's a he's a legend um drew struzan uh oh He's a. I think he's the main one that kind of helped me in my process of of drawing and everything because I got I got his Hell, Hellboy tutorial on how he did his poster and stuff mm. and mm. Got, uh, his documentary of his posters and I met him. That was like the best. I met him in Dallas. That was like the best moment that I've ever experienced meeting. He's like the most nicest guy and. Uh, I just love his humbility. He's, he's just so humble, and all he all he's focused on is the work. He's so focused, and uh, that's that was like one inspiration that I was trying to like get his work that work ethic. And, well, your uh, King Kong poster is like like your layout, your composition on that is gorgeous, man. Like that's killer. The, like you have the yeah. con- like is it Kong? Maybe maybe I'm thinking of something else. But it's like profile of him, and then the sun is in the background. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was a. It was funny because there was an oil painting that I did for a client, and I that was the first composition that I that I came up with. I was like, yeah, here's one. He didn't like that. He just wanted a simple Kong, and he looked like he was about to eat the guy standing on the skull. Oh. And I was. I was like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll go with that. But I was going to keep that for a cover later on because I was like, oh, this looks really good. And um, yeah, so I, uh, I kind of, I kind of took it from um, 
kind of concept of where what would Drew do? In, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love to see some of that on like the premiere stuff, man. Like the five by sevens, like do like a movie poster, like type, like that with graphic design and like your ability. That'd be crazy cool. Like just like anything you think of, man. I really love your your composition, dude. Just awesome. I'll take that into account because I haven't thought about. I mean, I just got this yesterday. So oh, don't don't even, listen like, to me. You, you know more than me. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm I'm a bum. Don't do that. I just I'm you know fanboying over here. Don't don't listen to me. <laughs> I'm a bum. Listen, I'm still stuck on the fact that you wrote someone a two page letter. Have I you did. got a copy of this letter? I had to because like I, ha- I have I have a copy of the letter. I um like rec room meant a lot to me. Like like growing up the way I did, surfer is like a huge. It was just nice to read someone who wasn't like trying to beat the out of everybody. You know, it was more like always just trying to look for that peace and, you know, trying trying to be just calm. You know what I mean? And it was just really cool to real Requiem and Requiem was this like giant goodbye. And it was really sweet. I thought I thought they killed it. You know, I met the writer at GalaxyCon, uh, the guy who did Babylon 5, J. Michael Straczynski. Uh, Shishinsky. Sorry, I, I speech. I forget words. Uh, Shishinsky. He's just really phenomenal. And he was such a nice writer. Um, I'm like an idiot. I went up to him. I was like, man, I just want to say you just killed it with this. And he was like, well, technically I did kill him. And I just fell out. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I've never read it. So spoilers. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's Raccoon. It's it has raccoon. been out for it's a like, while. So yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, it's like that's an eight or whatever. But anyway, yeah. but yeah, when, you know, so I, I hit up is that, and I was just like, look, man, you have no idea. This R is like super special. I don't have like big pieces. I, I don't like, don't have space for it. I only do cards. So I was like, you know, would you mind blah, blah, blah. But it was really cool. So, really cool piece but yeah man um it totally makes sense all your influences it's just so funny to see your stuff now because i'm just like oh wow i can see i can see ash everywhere but now i can see what ash has been like working so hard on Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. bringing everything in there and making it so unique like Mm -hmm. just very cool man very cool to hear the influences well it was the cloth on spider-man that that tipped me off yeah that thing yeah yeah oh dude i made a suit i made so one day i made up this like little sh- like little comic strip because it always annoyed me back in the Rami when the Rami movies came out granted at the time it came out I dug it um, I because it was the only Spider-Man movie that ever came out that that yeah. was like high but and all that jazz so I, I give it a pass but then I, when his when he made his suit I was just it took me out of the movie I'm like hey no no that's not real I mean it, it, it just didn't make sense because I was just being too literal about it but um I uh I started taking pictures of myself because I wanted to make like just a short comic strip of him sewing the, 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 oh, the suit hanging on the wall, doing other, like sewing the, making the lens another shot of him, like hanging upside down, sewing the pants together, trying to like stretch it out and all this other jazz, like physically making his suit out of nothing. And, uh, uh, when, um, I made. I came to making the lenses. I wanted to do that too. Like he picks the glasses. He picks this like piece of rubber. He's cutting the rubber. All this stuff. So when I physically made it, I put it on. I was taking pictures. I was fixing the wrinkles or whatever of the sewing. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to use these for like later. So I tucked them away in my archive. And then when the cards came around, I was like, I got something. So I was like, I took it out. Brilliant. I That's used them. clever. Yeah. 
That's really clever. I think my favorite costume building scene in a movie has to be Michelle Pfeiffer doing Catwoman. Oh, yes. In Batman Returns. I mean, it's just like I was showing it to my students, um, that scene, because I was like, you know, you don't understand when you watch the beginning of the movie, it says, hello, kitty or hello, something. Um, Hell's here. So it's hello, something. But anyway, so at the beginning of the movie, you kind of see her place and she's I forget the phrase now, but she's in her place and it's super pink. And obviously, like she's distant from her family, but they're super imposing. And you just got these really great insights to her character. And then when she comes home after she's pushed off the ledge, which is just such a great line, you know, you put, when you're actually pushed to the over the edge, um, she comes home and you can just see her going through and the cats are like going through the apartment and the dog how she spray plainly at black and she just gets the leather and you just see like the hairs all and it's michelle Pfeiffer. she's like she does that whole like nozzle mouth thing where she's like really into it at one point you're just like you got it michelle um and it's just such a great such a great moment i love i think that's what has to be down one of my favorites if not my favorite costume making moment such so good but all the realism's there, right? Like, I agree. Like, I, I definitely get that. You're seeing it being made out of nothing. Stuff that she has around the house. What she made out of the nails. Yeah, the nails, the thumb, and the, the uh, thumbnails or whatever the, 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 for sewing. It's just... Like, you're going to see Tobey Maguire gluing each webbing on the thing. Nah, man. But nah. that was just, that, that's me being a butt about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, they... Hey, uh, by the way, Ash, you're probably because I know you've just looked at it. I just sent you a random photo on our on our chat on Messenger, and you're probably thinking, yeah, was... "Why has he just sent me that?" Um, d- I don't know if you've you've noticed, but in the Marvel Masterpieces Collectors Group, I do a daily masterpiece post, and it's a it's a base card from any of the sets. And then on Sunday, we do Sunday Sketch Masterpiece, and so I I you know people submit mm. sketch cards to it mm-hmm. or they usually do it's been a bit light of late so um i put a call out last week and said look you know i haven't been one for a couple of weeks because no one's submitting any and all of a sudden <laughs> i've got loads of people sending them in and someone has submitted one for tonight uh that i want to use tonight rather and it's one of yours and he he goes to me i said well, who's the character and he goes i'm not entirely sure and he goes all right i'll ask ash and he said yeah that's probably a more reliable source <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> who is that character Spider Woman is it? It's another version, I think, of Spider Woman because right. I went, I, I went through a lot of re- uh, looking up all the different variants of Spider, yeah. all these women that are Spider Women, and and uh, granted, they had a lot of different names for them, and I'm like, well, I would have never known that, but uh, the suit was different, and I was trying to think, I was add, I had to make sure that it just wasn't like an offshoot cosplay that someone made up the color scheme. So I really had to look up, okay, is this an actual suit? And yeah. And um, so the only thing, the only difference that I I did with that is I didn't want to put the lenses. I wanted to show her eye, her eyelids and balls and and whatever she had on there. And uh, that was the only difference. The suit is, is a a legit, I think it was like a Mary Jane variant. Quote me if I'm wrong, because, uh, I mean, I didn't want to go too deep down the rabbit hole. I just wanted to find out, is it a legit suit? Yes. Okay, I'm using it. Then I'll just tweak it the way I want. I, it's, it's amazing. I, it's great. And the guy it's who owns this is just you know, the luckiest. Um, it reminds me, it really reminds me of the face because it, it, it looks like um, 
a little bit like the actress Sally Hawkins to me, who was in Shape of Water. Um, um, oh, as, okay, as, yeah. yeah, it really well, reminds me of her. That? And I'm, I don't know if you, you if you know if it's just an imagined you know face or if it was a photo reference of anyone, but it just it just really struck me when I saw it. I like the silhouette yeah, a lot. My uh, my method. I guess we can go down that that, that deep hole. Let me hold it real quick. Let's get my charger just in case. Um, so my method for my how I go about my work is uh, if I don't have a photo of it, like of myself or um, like a friend or whatever, I'll just go out and I'll look for uh, stock photos. But it has to be a certain look that I'm looking for. It just doesn't. I just don't pick some random fashion model that looks like this or whatever but uh <laughs> sorry I love you, it. it almost I went love blue it. steel there for a minute that was brilliant <laughs> they have to have a certain look and it has to have a certain like position that i might be interested in that you really because every pose that you probably ever could think of in a in a superhero pose or stance or whatever has been has been done to to hell and uh, so I, I was always wanted if, if there's something interesting that somebody has not seen or done, I'll look for that. It has to be a certain, like I said, uh, a look on their face, and if it matches up to a character that I have in mind. So that's a lot of digging through stock photos. If uh, I'm going through that method, and then um, if I see something interesting, then I'll, I'll 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 set it aside and then see if I can work with it. And that's about it. It's funny because most of the, like there was a squirrel girl that I did for Masters, I think. And that was a friend from, that I worked with at Galaxy Z. So I, I, I texted her, um, say, hey, you want to be on a card? She's like, yeah, sure. When I was like, pick your character, whoever you want to be and, and whatever. And she, she couldn't think of nothing. So I asked her, I was like, well, what about squirrel girl? Because I, I don't think I've, anybody's, I mean, I really haven't dug into like any, artists um or sketch cards like out there so i was like i haven't really thought about or seen a squirrel girl so let's do what about that so i said get in this pose take a picture send it to me and i'll work with it so that's what happened and um man you know oh there is a picture out there it's my daughter i'm looking for it is anybody out there that's seen it i want it just miss (laughs) one point (laughs) i want it the picture of my daughter is X twenty X twenty three, and it's the picture. It's the picture of her just sitting on a couch, just randomly, and I got the blades sticking out. But uh, it's funny because we were watching a movie, and I just looked at her, and I was like, "Stand still." I went to get my camera, and then oh, I see that became, that became like an X twenty three. I and, love it. Uh, That's brilliant. Oh, we'll pop that so on the like, tasting notes. It's like quick moments like that that I I would uh, yeah take or whatever. I like love my it. son, he's really stringy, and so um, he looks weirdly like Tom Holland. It, it, I don't know how I produced that, but uh, <laughs> he. Uh, so I was I was thinking of drawing, I was thinking of drawing him as uh, like in Spider Spider Man poses without the mask and stuff. So I was going to do that. Like a spider kid, like oh, ultimate like spider man. Yeah, so I was gonna do that for 
for I think I was gonna I'm gonna do it for premiere because I don't have enough time for annual. Well, if ever you want Nora or I to pose for Spider Ham, we've kind of got the build for it. So, um, so we could do that. Easy. I got more of a noir build. How dare you, sir? Okay. How dare you? I was okay. wondering if you were going to write that one. No, um, I don't have. Uh, Ash, I can, I can see you in a couple of your cards. And what, what intrigues me about this is um, you, you obviously saw, I'm assuming it's obvious, um, uh, Dave Palumbo's work for Masterpieces. Um, and there's a number of cards where you can clearly see it's him. Yeah. Uh, Wizard is a prime example that, that springs to mind. Um, and it's clearly him. I'm looking at a couple of your sketch cards from Masterpieces 2020, and I can see you in at least two of them. Um, and I'm so uh, we're going to play a game of Ash. Is it you? <laughs> um, so, because uh, I like to randomly make up games. Um, so I'm looking, first of all, because I'm, I'm, I'm on your Instagram, because your Instagram is life for me right now. Um, I'm looking at um, a card of Legion. Yes, that's me. Thought so. Thought so. There we go. Right. So one point to me. And uh, <laughs> one point to me. I love it. <laughs> now there's another character, and I don't actually know who this character is because it's paired with uh, a card of Domino, and you used hashtag Domino, but you didn't actually use a hashtag for who the other character is. So I've no idea who the other character is. Um, and this is pointless because I'm looking at it, and you're probably not. So yeah. Um, yeah, let me, I can't. Let, I just I just passed by the Freddie Prince Junior Jedi. I, I, uh, you, and I have you, to well, admit you've that's gone great. right down the rabbit hole. Then, <laughs> um, so I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a link to the Instagram post on the chat. So I've just sent it. So if you can figure out where the Skype chat box is, um, you're um, a braver person than I am. Or I could just share my screen because um, Ash is oh, Shadow Star or Lone Star, right? Don't know. I'm going to share my screen. Screw it. I don't care. Um, cable. Possibly, possibly. Right. The domino has a great facial structure. That's really cool. Yes, yes, it does. Like that. Can you see that? Yeah, that's me. That's you. That's good. Yeah, two points to me. Right. So, who's the character? You're the only one getting points. By the way, this is unfair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it was like Longstar or um, uh, the guy that worked with Modok. Um, yeah, Lone Star or Shatterstar, uh, Shatterstar maybe. I think, I think Shatterstar was the guy from X Force. Yeah. Is he the? Yeah, yeah, no, Shat- yes. that's Shatterstar. Um, I think that's yeah. I wanted to do a lot of him because I I think he's like a really cool character when I when I was watching the X Men cartoon series for oh, the short yeah, period of time that he was on that cartoon, and um, I don't I never I haven't seen a lot of there. So uh, I wanted to do a couple of them. The, the one that I did for Black Diamond is the one I really like. Where all the hands are like touching all the, uh, like the groupies are touching him and stuff. Ah, and, oh, I haven't seen that one. Up to those in a minute. Oh, and you've got some Black Diamond. I tell you what, the, the other thing about that piece is that piece really s- spoke to me from uh, Kingdom Come as well. Something about the, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. piece and the, the way the light's falling on it. Um, just kind Shut of when I was scrolling through. Yeah. <laughs> at the time because i was working on a vampire comic book and uh, i needed to get some lighting and that that cover i mean that that picture and the one for legion mm. was shot at the same time so i was like i'm just gonna use ah, these yeah. gotcha 
Gotcha. Well, yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah, and that's the that's the one that we were talking about just now. The uh, spider, spider girl. There we go, spider girl. Spider girl. And there's JD. Happy to see you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) See, we know all these people, Ash. We know all these these guys. (laughs) Everyone, dangerous collector (laughs) people. It's all connected, and you're in it now, son. That's great. Of course, Um, he's there. What was I going to say? Kate Beckinsale. I mean, all your stuff's good. Oh, this is so fun to look yeah. through this stuff. And, and you see, this is this is why we don't often share screen because it just becomes yeah, because we get just super distracted and we get super distracted. But I just I just love them. Um, there is a black cat um, that you did. There's a lot of black cats that you did, but there's one particular black cat. I was going to ask Negative. you if that was someone specific that modelled it. Um, but uh, but that sounds a bit creepy when I say that out loud. Um, yeah. One black cat that I'll tell you off screen who it is. I'm uh, going to say it on. Uh, awesome. It's just. Oh, yeah, that's just a random model. Ah. Uh, in fact, hey, someone's tagged me on it. <laughs> that's, ah. me, that's me commenting. Damn, son. That's hilarious. <laughs> Damn, son. <laughs> of course. One day. One day. I love it. I love it. I love it, Ash. It's brilliant. Um, do you... If um, Marvel themselves picked up the call and said, do you want to do some variant covers? Oh, heck yeah, man. Could you see that? Uh, could you see that coming in? Because I tell you, I tell you what, some of, the, some of the cover work that I've seen you doing on your Instagram feed, it, it, it brings to mind some of the work that EM Gist has been doing on his okay. uh, cover work uh, uh, for Marvel and, and we, we had him on the show last year I think Norrin. Um and he was he was just delightful to talk to um, take that shout out of the show for yeah you know I'll say you do know the number for it but I think I'll, I'll find it with that name uh, yeah yeah you'll definitely find it I, I, I mean I can probably find it um, by doing a little search here on my computer but it's it's always really good podcast listening for people when I actually go off and try and find something on my computer while <laughs> you can we're, hear we're, the typing you can you can you can hear the clogs <laughs> just, it's episode 57 Ash there you go cool. huh? thank you sir no Scholar. problem at all. We, 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 <laughs> we aim to please um, Ash where can people find you online if they want to um Reach out to you, get a commission. I boy stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm stuck in one place, and uh, one place I'm at. Uh, you can find me on my Instagram at Fine Art by Ash, and uh, I'm not, not a hard guy to talk to. <laughs> not Good. at all, brother. No, you're, not. you're not. You're a rock star. I did find your old Twitter account, by the way, and started following you earlier on. But I could tell from the date of the post that. <laughs> I'm about to close it. I don't, I'm never on it. It doesn't matter. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's Twitter. I love Twitter. it. So I find Twitter. Twitter's kind of hard. I mean, some people really dig it. I mean, Greg Rebel Base Card. He he's all yeah. over Twitter, and he gets loads of engagement. And you know, it's it's really good. Um, but it's I find it really difficult. Of all the channels that we use to market the podcast, it's the one that gets the least. Yeah, I mean, I post certain things on twitter and nothing happens it's like uh i, I guess I'm, I'm just not understanding how twitter works or something like that so i just yeah uh, and from the things i also hear about is just there's a lot of weird and 
awful people on Twitter, so I just stay away from Twitter. Same. Well, that that's kind of the internet, but a lot of them go to Twitter to, to be... A lot of them are on Twitter, them. though. Like, yeah. If there was, like, oh. an alleyway you don't want to walk down to with something... Yeah, I mean, it's Twitter. Twitter's yeah. kind of that alley. Yeah. I mean, especially given whatever your political spectrum, especially in the last kind of four or five years, opening Twitter has yeah. literally been like it's a hive of scum and villainy because it's so polarizing. It's not that cool, though. You it's, know what I mean? Like, it's scum no, and no, villainy, no, that's I think, the thing. It's oh, not that's cool. Cantina and Star Wars. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like that's kind of cool. But it's not cool. <laughs> but it is, it is full of people who've been like, you don't want to have independent thought. We don't want to have independent thought. You can go on there and spout stuff that's not true. We can go on there and spout stuff that's not true. You know what I mean? It's, yep. it's literally like Alec Guinness kind of, you know, shining them on <laughs> as, they're, as, as they're in their stormtrooper outfits. It's a scary, scary place. And yet, there are some beautiful people on Twitter as well. Bill Sinkevich is really active on Twitter. Um, and we wouldn't have had him on the show were it not for that. So, you know. It's worth sticking around, Ash. Stick around, Ash. At least until I can tag your Twitter account for our <laughs> for our posts, <laughs> and then you can close it down. So there we okay. go. Yeah, that's <laughs> all. So I'll hang on till Thursday then. I'm sometimes usually on Facebook. I'm I'm more uh, accessible on um, Instagram. Yeah, because uh, when I was at Galaxy's Edge, everybody con- communicated through. Uh, Facebook to do shift change so I was never on Facebook until then so I was like and then I just stayed on Facebook <laughs> but I'm yeah. I'm really more on Instagram but yeah that is that was a, that's a funny way of being on Facebook weird <laughs> yeah well they are kind of connected I mean they are connected so you know yeah um, yeah. um Ash do you um Last question, and then I think we'll, we'll probably wrap up. Do you find yourself tempted to start collecting some of the cards again? I mean, your own, notwithstanding. Yes. After, because I really love David, uh, Dave's uh, artwork, and I really wanted, and especially what they did with his work to where it looked like a comic cover, where they, they slapped on the logo of the oh, cover. Oh, the what and, if. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was really cool of what they did, and uh, I wanted to, I wanted to get back into it, but then I was like so busy with my own stuff, and I'm like, I'm not gonna ever have time to collect. It's a lot of stuff. What do you do with all these comics? Because I got books right here, being like my end table, holding my brushes of uh, comics and stuff, and I was like, what are you gonna do? I was like, well, I gotta sit down and evaluate it all. I was like. And I was thinking, oh man, that's going to turn into a whole process. So it's kind of a, <laughs> it's a debate. <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of left up to work. I'm just going to make more, I get make own cards and then, and then uh, make other people happy. I, I guess the whole Disney philosophy is, is kind of coming right back into play. But um, where everyone's a guest. Yeah, yes, I was all, I was closely tempted to, and then I saw what Black Diamond did, and all these little trinkets on these cards that they're giving out um, are these cards like that thick in order to have a piece of material in it i don't understand yeah so yeah, they yeah. They're, they're not like that thick but they're probably like a quarter of that so they're like a yeah. hundred point i don't know how that's maybe like a quarter of an inch something like that wow. or like I'm some cards can be like half an inch i seem that's a, that's like right now crazy so I, so i don't have any black diamond uh, diamond cards, but I do have um, 
I do have one from Marvel Gems uh, from a few years ago. Mm. And this was, I think, the first Marvel set, because they're called Lab Manufactured Diamonds. So what that means, I don't know. Um, but um, but Marvel Gems, I think, was the first set where Upper Deck did it in Marvel cards, because I don't think it's a new thing to cards. Um, and that's a triple diamond from Marvel Gems. And if you look, it's, it's pretty chunky. That's over 100 points. That's thicker than Masterpieces um, 2020, for example. So, yeah, that's a thick card. I mean, you could put that on the bottom of your shoes if you wanted to give you that extra kind of lift to get on some of the rides at Disney if you're short on. Um, so, but, uh, but yeah, no, they are pretty thick. And the, and, the, and the ones with the costume material in from, from the movies, they're just as yeah. thick. Yeah, they're really wow. thick. So, um, but they're beautiful cards. <laughs> Yeah, those came out really well. The signature cards, because I was, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm sort of into all that, and um, I thought that was pretty cute. And, uh, cards that they're nice. They're afterwards. really pretty. They are really pretty. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they are. This, great. It's, it's a top end set, so it's a very, very expensive rabbit hole to go down. Should you start to, to collect any of those things? Um, however, um, I've just shut my microphone cable in my, in my, <laughs> in my case. That's embarrassing. Let's not do that live on it. I'm, I'm now complete. I'm now. It I've could have been worse, one. Ian. I've become yeah. I've become one with my case, and not in the not in the way that no one's alluding to. Um, <laughs> Ash, I just imagine Ash. Videodrome with you in your briefcase. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. all the fly, all the fly, yeah, <laughs> Brundle fly. Um, do you, um, Ash, if you if you needed some Marvel Masterpieces 2020 cards, I'm sure that people listening will have spares. They oh, can probably sure. just make sure they find their way to you. I certainly have got about 10 of them that you can have, and I will mail them to you on Tuesday when I go to the post box. Um, so um, so there's no reason for you to not have some Dave Palumbo artwork in your hand. I feel sure. like this is a coach. She's trying to get me just a little taste of card of collecting again. And then, no, don't. Gonna, don't worry yeah, about you that. Yeah. You, just, you just call me. You don't worry just, about that. You just got to take care of you. <laughs> no, don't, shh, don't. We got you. Don't worry about. It. You don't need food. I bring you food. Don't worry about. It. <laughs> like back to so the people who are going. Got an AP's. Got an AP's. Come on, come on. Give me some. Give me some of the AP. It's like a, a crack in the eighties in LA. Anyway, I don't know why I said. That. We should probably wrap up on that rather dark note, shouldn't we? <laughs> it's worse. It's worse. <laughs> Um, Ash my friend you get the final word enjoy collecting everybody thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page you can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp we're also on iTunes, Spotify and all major podcast platforms please take a second to subscribe, like and review our show wherever you get your podcasts our podcast can be found by googling at the MCC pod which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and Instagram our Facebook community is at MCCW Marvel Card Collectors worldwide and mmc marvel masterpieces collectors the great music we use is called rocket power by kevin mcleod thanks to the collectors artists and creators who support the marvel cards fan collective we'll see you next time and remember 
It's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine marvel and enjoy collecting. <laughs>